success ultimately led me to developing high standards of accomplishments for myself. If I didn't measure up to them, I considered myself not good enough. Living this way definitely resulted in an emotional roller coaster throughout my life. When I accomplished great things and reached my goals, I was on top of the world. However, when I didn't achieve my standards, I was disappointed in myself and battled the negative self-talk of, you're not good enough. Many of you are probably nodding in agreement as you read this. I have talked to enough people to know I am not alone in this way of thinking. I am grateful to be able to share with you that God has not only freed me from this wrong belief and negative thinking, but he has graciously taught me that what is important in life is not that I am considered above average by my peers, the world's standards, or even my own. Rather, it is important that in all that I do, I work at it with all of my heart, as working for the Lord, not men, as Colossians 3.23 tells us. God communicates His truth through Scripture, and through the years, I have learned to cling to different Scriptures in order to overcome my unbelief and grow my faith. Jeremiah 29.11 speaks a powerful truth that has been instrumental in helping me to break free of this stronghold. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. God has plans for you and for me. He knows the future he has designed for us, and it is significant to building his kingdom. Therefore, we are all significant in his master plan. Scripture tells us our heavenly father who created us and chose us to bear his name has a purpose for every one of his children. This is both reassuring and exciting. However, most of us allow our unbelief or lack of faith to get in the way of us experiencing God's purpose in its entirety. Lack of faith comes from our lack of truly knowing God through an intimate relationship with Him. Salvation allows us to have a personal relationship with Christ, but intimacy with the Lord comes over time through getting to know Him. In all likelihood, it is safe to say we have all struggled or will struggle with unbelief. As we come to know God more intimately through seeking Him and experiencing Him in our lives, we begin to trust Him more and more. As we continue to mature in our faith, we are able to break free from the stronghold of unbelief. Then we can truly begin to get out of our comfort zone and live a life that glorifies God. Getting out of your comfort zone for God can look like many different things. My senior year in college, I was asked to give my testimony at a Fellowship of Christian Athletes pep rally to be held before our last home volleyball game. My first response was, no way. It was completely out of my comfort zone, and I had an overwhelming fear of speaking in front of people. Not to mention, I didn't think I had a strong testimony that others would care to hear. I justified my response in my mind, but I kept feeling this tug in my heart to say yes. As I prayed over it, I sensed the Lord confirming that He was calling me to step out of my comfort zone for Him and share my testimony. Although it was not something I wanted to do, I knew it was from Him. Therefore, I needed to do it and decided to trust Him to get me through it. I would love to tell you that once I said yes to this opportunity, everything went smoothly and my fears vanished, but that is not the case. I did share my testimony at the pep rally. However, I was so overcome with emotion because of my intense fear that I could hardly see the crowd of people through my tears. Of course, I was embarrassed and felt it did not go well, but God, in His greatness, used my willingness to step out of my comfort zone to stir in the hearts of several people that night. I received many comments from students and adults indicating that they had heard from the Lord. And the next day I was told by my volleyball coach that a student came to him and shared that she had accepted Christ as her Savior after hearing my testimony. Praise the Lord for the work that He does through us in spite of our fears and weaknesses. 
Before we look at how we can live a life that is pleasing to God, I want to clarify an important truth. No amount of good works, no random acts of kindness, no extreme sacrifices for God can earn salvation or increase God's love for you. Scripture is clear that salvation is the work of God, not by our efforts. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not as a result of works, that no one should boast. Ephesians 2, 8-9 A large plaque hangs on my bedroom wall that reads, The cross made the difference for me. It is a daily reminder that God has sent His only Son to die on the cross for all who receive Him. Jesus' death was the ultimate sacrifice that made it possible for each of us to come into a right relationship with God and to know Him personally and intimately. Because of Christ's death on the cross, our sins are forgiven and we have eternal life with our Heavenly Father.